The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. You know, now that it's brutally cold outside here in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, which the cold is a stressor in and of itself, for reasons I think I explained a couple episodes ago, but I got to thinking how nice it is living in a heated house, and all the modern uh, conveniences that we take for granted. The obvious ones like central air and heat, uh, washing machines, dishwashers, refrigerators, microwave ovens, flushable toilets, televisions, the internet, smartphones, computers, automobiles. By the way, why are they called automobiles when they have to be manually driven? I understand automatic transmission as opposed to manual, But self-driving cars aren't even close to becoming a reality anytime soon. Yet we've been calling motor vehicles automobiles since forever, uh, when they're anything but. Anyway, I digress. But in addition to the standard modern conveniences I just mentioned, there are those favorite little things that each of us can't live without. For me, that includes digital voice recorders. The ability to record a thought an idea, a reminder. At the moment I think of it, on a pocket-sized device I can carry wherever, is an awesome thing, in my opinion. No need to carry around a pen and paper, no need to rewind or fast-forward to the next message. And I've been using this technology way before smartphones, um, which I know you can record into a smartphone as well. It's not as easy, I think, as a digital recorder where you press one button and you and you start recording. But anyway, um, I started using digital recorders back when they sold PDAs, if you remember, uh, personal digital assistants. This is back in the 90s. Palm was one. Uh, Pocket PC was another. Now I just need one that's waterproof because a lot of my ideas come when I'm taking a shower for some reason. Anyway... Some other things I can't live without are pocket tissues, shoe insoles, and back scratchers, to name a few. And I'm sure you have your own personal list of things you couldn't live without. And all these conveniences reduce the stress of everyday living, and yet ironically, our tendency as a society is to raise our level of expectations, which then offsets the reduced stress. We live in a fast-paced, postmodern society. Just hearing those words sounds stressful to me. I remember back in my accounting days when we were able to post journal entries quicker. Uh, We can put an indicator if it was a reversing entry. Um, Our analytical capabilities were getting more intuitive and faster with spreadsheets and, and new platforms for reporting and um, emailing out the results and and posting the results on the intranet 
and things were really improving in terms of efficiencies. Good thing, right? Makes your job easier. Well, not so fast, because management got the idea that they could cut in half or more the deadline for reporting. So now we found ourselves working harder again, even on weekends sometimes. It's a head-scratcher for sure, because on the one hand, we keep finding new ways to make our day-to-day lives easier, and yet we keep finding more ways to make our day-to-day lives more difficult and stressful. In fact, I'm almost afraid to know what the next wonderful technological advance will be because somehow I feel it's going to mean more stress. It's a strange phenomenon for sure, almost as if we're sabotaging our own well-being. So much so that a whole wellness industry popped up to help us with stress management and other aspects of wellness. Corporate wellness is a growing industry, despite not a lot of evidence as to their effectiveness. And there's all kinds of reasons given uh, as to why that might be, from lack of active participation to the types of incentives offered, of course, who the vendor is or, or if an employer even uses a vendor. And so we can't really depend on technology to make our lives easier. It's advertised to make it easier, but just seems to create new headaches, like pushing work emails to your smartphone. That's a good one. Here's a real doozy. Networking together electricity plants, transformers, and other key pieces of the power grid. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's more efficient than ever. Of course, a major cyber attack could kill millions. But anyway, um, I always say the fact that there are significant and growing public health issues is not simply a reflection of our state of health, but our state of mind in this fast-paced, postmodern world we live in today. I did an episode in September, episode 69, Why is the number of people with multiple chronic conditions growing? In which I talk about the impact of of technology in a little more detail. So you may want to check that episode out if you haven't already. But I want to switch the focus back to ourselves and what we can't live without and what we can do for ourselves to improve our quality of life, including reducing stress. Now, one thing that we all have to do from time to time is shopping, right? Now, some people love shopping. Some people are addicted to shopping. Personally, I hate shopping, but it's a, it's a necessity, right? It's a part of life. And talking about technology, Amazon's business model has changed everything, hasn't it? They started with books, but the convenience of a true one-stop shop where everything is delivered to your doorstep has produced one of the richest men in the world, uh, Jeff Bezos. And other retailers like Walmart are changing their business models to catch up. And one thing that I've noticed over the years is that it seems more and more like cheaper products are actually more expensive over the long run than the more expensive products are, sometimes way more expensive. I'll give you an example. Take uh, buying socks, something we all need, right? We all need socks. So you can buy a six-pack of tube socks at a local retailer for 10 bucks, or You can go for two pairs of really good socks for $45 or more. Seems like a bit much for socks, doesn't it? Well, 
I busted out my calculator, and the six-pack for $10 comes to about $1.66 a pair, which is about 13 times less than those expensive ones for, for $45 for a pair. But here's the deal. Those cheaper socks, within two washes, you'll start seeing the threads come loose. Within two months, there's a hole in them, and you got to throw them away. Now, but you have six pairs, so you don't have to throw them all away at once. But now I can tell you from personal experience that the high quality socks, I have socks, I won't, I'm not going to name, you know, brands, but I have some good quality socks that I bought probably 15 years ago that I wear all the time. And I, and still not a single one ever got a hole in them. It's crazy. And the threads don't come loose either. So I may have bought socks that cost 13 times more than what I could have paid for. But over 15 years, I would have had to buy socks probably twice a year. So that's $20 a year for socks for, for the cheaper ones. Over 15 years, that comes to about $300, which is like six times more in the long run than what I paid. Plus, like I said, I don't like shopping. So to me, I'm not just saving money, I'm saving time. Now that's just one example, but I would like to suggest that the idea of quality being cheaper than quantity over the long run is not just true for socks or clothes in general, but it goes for relationships too and for personal life goals as well. It turns out that in almost every case I can think of, better quality is much less costly over the long run than quantity, which reduces the likelihood of problems and stress, even though in the short term it might seem like it's more stressful to deal with. So next time you want to take the easy way out of something, give up on something that you're passionate about because it's tough, it might seem like the easier way to go, even the smarter way to go. But in hindsight, I think you'll find that it's more costly in the long run and you'll have regrets. So just something to keep in mind. And this is a good time to bring up a pledge that I wrote uh, a long time ago when I was trying to start a meetup group called Stress Busters. Uh, I did this in one of my earlier earliest episodes actually on on this podcast but I thought it would be a good time to bring it up again so I've rebranded this and I now call it the perfect stress pledge so if you would like to take the perfect stress pledge then uh, just repeat after me I state your name hereby promise to pursue my life goals in a manner consistent with the following I will respect my limitations and adapt to my circumstances. I will seriously consider my work-life balance prior to voluntarily accepting new responsibilities. I will seriously consider skipping events and extracurricular activities when my stress level is near or above my threshold number. This is referring to chronic stress monitoring. I will practice relaxation techniques pursue stress-relieving treatments, smooth out my schedule, reschedule non-essential, non-medical appointments, take vacation if possible, and other reasonable steps to keep my stress in check 
while making a good faith effort to meet my obligations and responsibilities to others. I will inform my doctor of any changes in my health and consult with him or her before starting any new exercise routines or any new treatments. I will seek out support from my community when I feel I am in need. Well, that's it. And on that note, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode. I really do value your feedback, so please don't be shy. You can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Stay safe, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.